Welcome to A Flame for Christ, homilies to set your heart on fire with love for Jesus Christ. My name is Father Joseph Gill, priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, and this is the homily for the first Mass of Father Ferry Galbert, recently ordained. My friends, today is a day of great sorrow. We gather here to remember and to mourn, to grieve our loss, for we gather for the funeral of a man who was taken from us far too young. In the prime of his life, Ferry is no longer with us. And we may question in our hearts how God could take a young man away from us so suddenly, so tragically. We gather then to celebrate a life that has been lost and to remember in sadness the life that was his. Now, you may be thinking that I've lost my mind, and you wouldn't be the first people to think that of me. But no, this is not the wrong homily. We do gather, indeed, on this day for a funeral, because yesterday's ordination was a death, and Ferry died to himself. And Jesus Christ now lives in and through him as Father Fairy Galbert. You know, truly, to become a priest is to die. To become a priest is to say with St. Paul, For me, life is Christ and death is gain. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So in what ways must a priest lay down his life? Well, he must lay down his plans for his life to surrender control and promise obedience to another. He must lay down his natural desire for marriage and pledge his entire body, mind, and affections to Christ through holy celibacy. He must lay down the tendency to seek to amass possessions and live a life of simplicity. He must commit himself not to a life of ease, but to a life of mortification and prayer. As Blessed Fulton Sheen said, a priest is not his own. As priests, we offer Christ in the Mass, but as victims, do we offer ourselves with Christ in the Mass? But this death is not an end in itself. It's a necessary step to the ultimate goal of having Christ live through every priest. You know, one time a Protestant man from Paris had heard about Father John Vianney, the patron saint of parish priests, and heard about his legendary holiness. And so he wanted to just go and see for himself. And so he took the trip down from Paris to Ars, where Father Vianney was ministering, and spent a few days there with the holy priest and came back. And his friends asked him, well, what did you see? What did you think when you saw Father Vianney? And the, the Protestant man said, I have seen God in a man. I have seen God in a man. And this is the end and the goal of the priesthood, to make Christ present in the world through a man who must first die to himself, to his old nature, to his sinful, to, that, to his sinfulness, that every aspect of him, the thoughts, the words, the deeds, the affections, the emotions, may truly be the life of Christ lived here in America in 2023. Now, one may look at the sacrifices that a priest has to make and think, this, that seems impossible. It's inhuman. I mean, no one can live with so many sacrifices. And yet, where there is love, sacrifice is easy. When a man's entire being is oriented to the Lord and to his glory, then what does it matter if he's rich or poor, suffering or comfortable? What does it even matter if he sees any fruit from his ministry? I mean, ultimately, the fruit is God's job, which he will harvest in his time. But the priest's role is to make God present by being totally conformed to him. You know, we often think of a priest being alter Christus, which means another Christ, when he's celebrating the sacraments. After all, it's a priest who says, this is my body, taking to himself the words of Christ. He says, I absolve you from your sins. And this is true. We do celebrate, we do stand in the person of Christ when we celebrate the sacraments. But more than that, as the scholastics used to say, axio sequitur esse, action follows being. So a priest's spiritual fruitfulness is really directly proportional to how much he himself is personally conformed to Christ. A few years ago, 
a particularly holy diocesan priest from the Archdiocese of Washington by the name of Father Martin Flum, was making a huge impact in his parish. When the COVID lockdowns began, he opened his church for Eucharistic adoration every day from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., and he himself was there every single hour. 105 hours of prayer every week during the lockdown. Whew, that's intense. You know, pretty soon people heard about it and came from all around to join Father Flum in adoration, and miracles began happening. Marriages were reconciled. Vocations were sparked. Addictions were healed. People returned to the church. Others converted to Catholicism. His tiny parish became spiritual dynamite. And then, and then, he discerned that God was calling him to live even more for Christ. And so in 2021, with the permission of his bishop, he left his parish and took up residence in an 11-foot by 14-foot hermitage with no electricity, no running water, no heat. And he'll spend the rest of his life making sacrifices and interceding for his people as a hermit. Now, even most people in the church would say, well, what a waste of a zealous, good, holy priest. I mean, so much good fruit was coming from his ministry. But the good fruit wasn't coming from his ministry alone. It was coming because he was living the life of Christ. He's now living a life even more conformed to Christ, and the supernatural fruit of that hidden soul is unthinkably tremendous. In ways we'll never know this side of eternity, to be honest. And perhaps he's even praying for us today. My friends and Father Ferry, your preaching, your confessions, your spiritual direction will only bear fruit if you yourself are a victim for Christ. In no offense, but the world doesn't need you. The world needs Christ. And the rest of your life, in a unique way, is meant to reveal him to the world. Father Ferry, I pray that you live in such a way that Christ can live in and through you for a world that's hungering and thirsting for him alone.